The other day I saw a picture that sort of, it was a humorous picture, but it depicted for me family life. It was the nativity scene. Jesus lying in the manger, Mary kneeling before him, and Joseph standing behind Mary saying, Mary, I made the reservations at the inn. I really did. That's how Silent Night began. We've all been in that situation, right? Make a mistake, a little bit of silence among spouses. Hopefully not long, but it happens. Family life is complicated. And I would suggest that the family unit in today's age is something that's dwindling. It's something that is not as important to people. I generally don't understand that, but it seems to be the case. What can we do to change that? What can we do to make the family unit stronger? Today's readings, today's readings and, and everything about this liturgy is filled completely with wonderful instruction and wonderful illustration of what it's like to be a family. How do we be a family? Well, you know, it's not easy, right? Parents are busy with work. Kids are busy with school. Sometimes we don't catch up to each other in a day. But when we were all kids, my age, we had dinner every night as a family. It probably wasn't the most pleasant thing all the time, but we had dinner. We, we sat with each other. We were with one another every night. My dad got home at four and dinner was on the table at four. So no matter what I was doing, I had to be there. I don't think we do that enough today. I know we didn't, frankly. We got waylaid in the day and busy with the day. Our children get busy, they don't want to do it, but it's up to us as parents to keep that family unit together. Think about this, that first reading from Sirach. God sets a father in honor over his children and a mother's authority he confirms over her sons. That means we're accountable to raise our children the way God calls us to raise them. But whoever honors his father atones for his sins and preserves himself for them. When we honor our parents, God looks at that with favor. God looks at that as we're doing the things we're called to do. You know, when we have children, nobody, <laughs> nobody tells us how to raise our children, right? There's no manual, how to raise our children 101. It's a journey you learn every day, but there are certain inherent things that we are we're called to do. Honor our father and our mother. Whoever reveres his father will live a long life and who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. Very important things. We are required, I really believe this, this is me, we're required to take care of our parents when they're old. We're required to look after them. We can't just say, well, let's put George in the nursing home and forget about him. Because that happens a lot today. It really does, where people are put and they're not visited, they're not, they're not talked to, they're not visited. I know many people who care for their parents. In our family, I wasn't as fortunate to have my parents 
during most of my life. They passed away when I was a young man, and I just pray that I hope I was the kind of son that I should have been, even though I was young and dumb back then. But my father-in-law is alive. He's 95 years old. And we just recently moved him to Charlotte, North Carolina. And every day he says to me, you know, it's 70 degrees here. And I go, thanks, Pops. I really like to hear that. But we talk to him two or three times a day. And with technology, it's wonderful because I can FaceTime him. We can see each other. We can be there. My sister-in-law and her husband and their family care for him. We try to care for him from a distance, but we, we, we participate in that by calling him and being there. We are called to care for our parents. Kindness to a father and a mother will not be forgotten, firmly planted against the depths, depths of your sins. Very powerful stuff, very powerful information that we need to keep in our hearts. All of us, parents with our children, us as adults that have parents alive. And when they go, we should look in the mirror and say, well done, good and faithful servant. It's an amazing thing in life, you know. God, in that second reading, tells us, he tells us what to do. Chosen ones, we are chosen ones because we are baptized in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are chosen. Bring with us Heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bearing with one another and forgiving one another. Those are things that are hard to find other than in our immediate families in today's world. With all the political stuff going on and everything, no matter where you're at that way, we need to find those attributes and treat each other with love and respect and forgiveness. That's not always easy to do. We can only do it through our Lord Jesus, through prayer, through looking to him for that help. You know, the Lord, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. We're called to ponder his word, to ponder what he calls us to, to take to our hearts so that we can live it out. And I sort of laugh at the gospel in a way. There's Jesus, the savior of the world, he left his parents at 12 years old. Remember those nights when we said, where is my child? And you call the neighbors and you find them playing at somebody's house and he didn't tell you. That happens to all of us. And remember the anxiety we felt when we couldn't find them? Jesus did it. But yet, when his parents found him, they didn't understand what he was supposed to do. And I'm not sure he did at that time either, but he was called to stay there and talk and listen and learn. But when his mother came, he listened, he went with them, and he was obedient. A perfect model of a child. Us as adult children and our children, and maybe our grandchildren. How do we do that? Through prayer. How do we live out the family life on this earth? Through prayer. We ask the Lord to come into our hearts come into our minds and our souls each and every day. And I guarantee you, if we do that with an openness, with an open listening and an open heart, he will deliver. He will guide us. No, we're not perfect people, and we're not going to do everything right all the time. But it's a journey, a journey through life, a journey of life through Jesus. 
in a journey that he calls us to, to raise our families, to be a family just like Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Today's readings, take, go home and read them. They're filled with wonderful instruction. May God bless everyone.